Hi, I'm Cynthia Khan, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with international singer songwriter and recording artist Anne Marie Bush. Hey, Anne Marie. Hi, Cynthia. How are you today in Denmark? <laughs> I am doing great over here in Denmark, Copenhagen. The sun has been shining today and everything is good. Awesomeness. <laughs> Anne-Marie, I just want to congratulate you on the success of your hit single and video, High Tech Chick. Thank you, Cynthia. It's such an awesome techno disco song. I cannot sit still when I listen to it. So please give me a little bit of the backstory. Well, the backstory is uh, I was listening through some different tracks in my little home studio here in Copenhagen. And I had that feeling that I was turning into a little geek in the studio. I was always on my gear at re uh, recording everything or playing around with my um, music instruments. So I kind of felt like I wanted to write something about that. And then the hook come up, came up, high tech chick. And I kind of built the story around that in the studio and kind of just finished the basic demo and the basic song there. As I was researching you, I came across your older single called Supra Sexual. <laughs> I love that song. So could you tell me a little <laughs> bit about that too? It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a while ago. Um, that's when I lived in LA, Los Angeles. Um, I was, you know, hanging out with some of my friends, Tamara Chamberlain and husband, Bill Chamberlain, the lead singer of Chicago. We were in their house along with also a friend of mine, Michael Caruso. We were starting to play. Bill just come back home from a long tour with Chicago. He grabbed the guitar. He started doing a little riff and something. And we started, wow, that's cool. Go on. Then we hang in. Then we come, came up with the hook, super sexual. And then the kind of the song evolved from there. It was very natural. We wrote in a few hours. And then I uh, had a friend of mine, another friend of mine in LA, simply do the demo. And we found out that we wanted to record it for real. We finished in his studio in a few days, and then I released it on my own record label, um, and it came up as a top 10. I can see why, and I love it when things like that come together. It's just meant to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> As I stated earlier, you're from Denmark and you have been performing your entire life since before age 12. You went oh. to the <laughs> You went to the prestigious Academy of Music and you're a trained, let me read this, you're a singer, you're a dancer, you're a music teacher and you're a musician. So please give us the inside scoop on your music specialties. Ooh, well, um, I've always been writing songs. And when I was around 12, I begged my mom, who was a school teacher and a singer as well, to buy me a piano. Because I had started out at the school, really great school, local school, with internships with some of the really great bands over here in Denmark, among others, some called Max and Kanbuste, uh, who turned out to last little band, really hot musicians over here, some of the most successful guys. I was fortunate enough to go to school where I could get an internship with these guys in their studio and live when they were 
you know, uh, touring and doing concerts, I was lucky to get there on stage and doing some backing vocals for them. So they're already there. I started playing the piano and mom finally got me one. And then I took a lot of, you know, sessions and uh, education at the school already there and hang out with some different bands. Then I got to the grammar school where I studied music and then I got into the Academy of Music where also we had a lot of improvisation, dancing, especially the ethno and the um, Afro-American stuff, which I really loved dancing. I danced a lot in another town in Denmark called Aarhus, where I started dancing for many years, especially the Afro-American stuff and salsa and rhythmic, rumba, um, even African stuff, hip hop. So that was kind of my background there. And of course, we also learned and were taught also to write music, to improvise and all the you know the piano and all the different instruments that we had to learn because we had to teach so there that was some that was some very intense years i had there on the other side of the country called Jutland. well it shows that you are definitely talented and trained <laughs> thank you we know you've had the training. Well, who can we credit as your major music influences? Whoa, I spent a lot during the time. Um, but it's all the way back for some reason. I've always had a crush on the American music, like from Ray Charles, and, um, Ray, yeah, Ray Charles, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin. Uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, that kind of stuff. And also something over here, Denmark and Europe, Santa Solomonson. Uh, but mainly really all the basic American stuff, even Carol King, whoa, Tapestry, that was a huge, huge eye-opener for me. Everything kind of changed when I heard that album. Made you want to become a singer-songwriter, huh? <laughs> it Exactly, a singer-songwriter, you said it, you know, I really started rehearsing the piano even more then because, I mean, these songs are legendary, right? That's mm -hmm. just a classic little box you, you open up every time you want to be inspired, you, you know, this, at least I do, it's, it's so well-crafted. I think we all, when we write music or do anything, we, our dream is to have something that is relevant. 30 or 40 years after we created, as it is the day that we created, and people like Carol King, definitely, and Michael Jackson, and some of the other, Ray Charles, the music is still amazing. It's, it's always going to be live. It's always going to influence people. I really think it's always going to have such a huge impact because it's got depth, character, you know, it's authentic. It's still authentic. It was authentic when they wrote and recorded it and when they're performing it live or were performing it live. And, and, and people, the audience, feel that nerve. They connect to that special emotion that these wonderful artists have. You know, they have so much to give. And I'm just happy that I can be, a, a, you know, a little part of that big, big, big ocean tool. You know, I want to pull into that every time I ride, record, and, and perform. You know, it's, I want to connect with the audience. Um, in an authentic way, I know they, I know they feel it. It sounds like you collaborate with a lot of other artists, both in Denmark and in the United States. What do you look for? Well, talent, something unique, uh, musicality, something extraordinary, special, authentic, honest, 
something with an edge, something that really moves me, that moves us when we start writing, something that creates, you know, turns into something way bigger than us, um, where we feel that we have created something that just wants to be created by us. We're just the instrument. Um, and of course, something that moves not only us, but other people, if I could be lucky enough even to perform it myself, or if other artists was looking for something like that, I'm happy to kind of let it fly into their homes as well. Uh, wherever that song want to go. You're on social media. How do you take advantage of it to connect with new fans and promote your music? Um, I try to be on social media uh, at least once a day so that they can see that I'm still alive, creative, doing something or acting crazy, whatever. Uh, but I'm also trying to not be there too much because that would take too much of my time when I'm being creative in my studio. I have a lot of stuff to do, you know, finishing up my album. I'm editing my own videos, uh, producing new stuff and teaching. And uh, I don't want to be overwhelmed by the whole social media thing. But the, on the other hand, you really need to be there. It's important that the artists or the fans out there know that I'm, you know, staying in tune with them, in sync with them, and that I actually care. I know they would like to see what I'm doing. So I'm trying to be, um, you know, authentic about that as well and real, not just blurbing out some stuff, but actually being real. Yes, you've got it down. Like you don't have to be on there all the time, but you need to carve out a little bit of time every day to connect with people and, because that's what they want, right? They want to talk to you. They want to see you. They want to know what you're doing. I think you've got to, you're working on getting that right balance. I think you'll find it. <laughs> yes, that's right. We all need to find a balance, right? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> well, since Amuse Now is about artists helping artists, as you know, what advice do you have for someone, let's go international, who's trying to make it both in Europe and the United States? Oh, um, oh again, can't, I guess, stress that enough. Be you, be real, be authentic. Uh, and also, you know, really nurture your, your craft. Because there's a lot of great artists out there. And you really have to, to make an effort every day and walk that extra mile to be professional in everything you do. So if you feel that you have a demo that's not quite there, don't send it out if you don't think it's right. Work on it until the sound, the mixing and the mastering or the levels or whatever it is, is there. That, that really expresses your, the best you can be. And that counts for everything. Also when you're rehearsing or training your voice or practicing your piano or sitting in the studio, recording, and do the takes over and over and over until it's actually really the greatest that it can be. I guess that's my best advice, you know, be the best you can be. Kind of like when we were kids and in the United States, they say, always put your best foot forward, right? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because sometimes you cannot go. Now that you're riding high on high tech chip, Tell me, what's up next for Anne-Marie Bush? Well, um, I'm releasing my next single here, May 27th, single called, a song called You Belong to Me. 
Um, it's finished. Now I'm editing the video. I just shot the video for it. I'm just sitting right these days, editing, 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 color grading. It will be done in like 10 days and then I'll release it. I'll have a radio campaign in the United States actually, also by the end of May. Um, and um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that US and the whole world is kind of like the song because this time it's a little more kind of bold move, a little more honest, uh, a little softer, not as hip or DJ clubbish as what I've released uh, prior to this. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, my fans is going to connect to this too and see that I guess I'm broader than being a, a club act that I also, you know, have some soft R&B stuff on the plate. I wish you the best of luck with that release. I can't wait to hear it. You're getting to be more into your singer songwriter chops, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I love to show a wide span, you know, it's, it's allowed these days, you know, audience, uh, artists are really allowed to, to broaden and to be versatile. It's as if uh, the fans connect in, in many ways, if they see that you're true to, to your art. I know it'll be terrific. I wish you the best of luck and I hope you keep in touch because I'd love to talk with you again. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. I would love to talk to you again. I think you're doing a great job and really offering a lot of artists that are struggling. You know, you offer them a chance to get a little more exposed. I appreciate that. Thank you. You have a fabulous rest of your day. <laughs> Thank you so much. You too. You too. Take good care. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by AmuseNow Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about AmuseNow, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon@amusenow.com.